Welcome to a binge media commentary for Barbarian. I'm Pete Sednick, and I'm here with Jack Falvey. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Very excited. What a what a good pick. Uh, interesting movie to talk about. I uh, we picked this today. We had a couple mm. cancellations, and uh, I asked my buddy Jack here to uh, do a com, and I checked my September lists of what's what was released in September. This was released. Uh, September 9th, 2022. Mm. Uh, it's rare that we do the, like, a year ago type movies. I mean, I think we did, like, sure. Maverick. Um, I think Host was almost like a day or two turnaround while one they do that one. <laughs> I remember that was just like, it got released and then we did a commentary for it. I think that was the yep. fastest turnaround. But I'm yeah. really excited to do this. I saw this. And I checked the runtime, of course, and other two hours, I'm like, fuck, perfect. And I believe you, Chad, and Alex were, like, the first ones to review this. Yeah, that I kind of remember that. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Uh, so you're the perfect person to uh, jump on this. Can't wait to see if uh, you've got any rewatches in, if your review or rating has changed Uh in the you know in the last ye- in the last year in the last like three hundred and seventy four <laughs> days or something yeah well, let's find out yeah well I'm re- really excited to uh, talk this shit out because I didn't get to review it I don't think um, if I did uh, I'm down to do it again but if you are watching mm. along with us we are at sixty seconds or one minute however you want to uh, say this that guy with the math right got a fucking mathematician over here black right? screen Holy it says regency enterprises presents on the screen our copy is uh one and i'll count down three two one go and on go we'll hit play and we will watch barbarian jack mm. are you ready my friend absolutely here we go in three two one go all right and we're off all right um all right, so a little, little background on this movie. Oh. Um, so the director is Zach Krager. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a member of the Whitest Kids You Know comedy troupe. Um, they had a, a YouTube series and then an actual show on, uh, I don't think it was Comedy Central. I think it was uh, IFC maybe, ran for a few seasons. Okay. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I, I've seen a few sketches from them. I've never been a, a fan, but I, I recognize them. Trevor Noah, or, or Trevor Moore, damn, what, one's The Daily Show, the other one was in White as Kids You Know, but the one who was in White as Kids You Know, he, he unfortunately died a year or two ago, but uh, he was in Craker's previous movie, Miss March, I think he might have even co-directed it, but, um, but my little brother, he at one point was, uh, during COVID, Part of the whitest kids you know, and, and like their Discord group, yeah. kind of the way that we sort of you know put together binge over the years and met people and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, my brother was doing the same thing with the whitest kids you know guys, and he had a lot of information about this movie in the lead up to it. Oh, and really? it, it, you know, unfortunately for me, I didn't really pay much attention to him because I didn't like the whitest kids you know, okay. and. The guy's previous movie was Miss March, so I just was like, okay, well, whatever. Like, this guy's making another movie good for him, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But in retrospect, I probably should have listened to my brother a little bit more, because he, he kind of had the goods on this being, like, a legit uh, genre movie way earlier than I think anybody else knew about it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and I didn't hear anything until you guys reviewed it, and that's what made yeah. me run to the theater to see it. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So theater. So uh, how bad of a theater experience was this one for you? You know what? I, uh, I don't remember, which is a good thing because mm. then obviously for sure. nothing happened. Because I, I don't know if this had legs that first week. Yeah. It yeah. could have been like the very few that were in there. Uh, we'll take a look at the yeah. office later on, but I just I, I don't remember a theater mishap, so that's a positive. <laughs> All I remember from this movie, and and again, like in the lead up to the movie, I wasn't paying attention to any of this. It was only after it came out and I saw it when I real I put like all the dots together and I was like, oh, this is the movie my brother was talking about all that time. That's kind of cool. But um, my only awareness of this movie was the trailers, and they they had like a short teaser that would play in front of. God, it felt like everything that we went and saw last year up until this movie came out. Um, I mean, there might have even been a teaser for this in front of Maverick, now that I think about it. It was just in front of everything for like two or three months there. You know what? I think I missed this trailer. I think I I remember it starting when I was like walking out to go to the bathroom. Because I'm not a big like... Oh, okay. I'm so impatient that I just don't enjoy trailers in front of the movies anymore. Sure. I just sure. like want to just get to the movie. I got a dog at home. He does not yep. want me to sit there any longer than I need to be. He's like, you can go for the cool. feature, but don't go for like the 15 trailers. <laughs> Luke's not a trailer guy. <laughs> no, nah, he hates him. He's, he's so pissed. And he doesn't like after credit <laughs> scenes either. He's like, do you got to stay for oh. those? I'm like, nah, man. I'll check them out on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, phenomenal casting of this of this Skarsgård only because yes. that he was Pennywise. So automatically right. as a movie goer, movie fan, you're like you already have this um, idea of who You've this got, guy is. Yeah. Absolutely. Phenomenal. That's one thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, they talk about like if movies age or they feel dated when you watch them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that we can appreciate right now. But I bet you in like 30, 40 years, if somebody just comes upon this movie and watches it, they're not going to have that additional baggage with them. you know. So I wonder if that changes the... Uh, the, the, the perception of the performance. You know what I mean? If you don't know... If you've never seen it and you just watch this movie and see him in it, you know what Probably. I mean? Yeah, yeah we think so. <clears throat> but yeah, awesome, awesome choice. Totally works. Yeah, because you're just like, all right, now my guard is up because I don't know if I could trust this guy because he's been a killer clown before. Yep. And at this point, he could be ah. There it was. There it we could <laughs> we could we could have skipped a whole like eight minutes if we just went to here first. I mean, come on. Um. All right, so title, Barbarian. Yeah. I haven't given this a ton of thought. What do you think that's in reference to? So I watched the Q&A uh, right before mm. we did this of uh, the director. Uh, this, I don't have all their names up. It was Justin Long. It was her, uh, Georgina mm-hmm. Campbell, and mm-hmm. the guy who plays Mother, so Matthew Patrick Davis. Uh, oh, okay. Not Skarsgård. He wasn't there. So it was just the four of them, and the uh, audience member asked about Barbarian. And mm. I don't know if Zach's like a clever... Q&A guy, but he's like, oh, I just needed something to save it. I needed a word to save the file instead of Untitled Screenplay 3. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if he's being, like, clever or funny. Well, well, the 
the the thing that I've heard from him is that the the address here is like it's like four hundred something Barbary Street. Yes, and that that like the barbarian is the person that lives on Barbary Street or something like that. Like it's kind of it's a wordplay thing, but I I can kind of buy that. And he also said Airbnb is also the letters that are mm-hmm. in barbarian too. Yeah, yeah. So um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Justin Wong um, answered that question. He says that he thinks he's the barbarian as far as being invasive and an intruder and overstepping boundaries, I guess, with um, his side of the story. Interesting. Which I think it's it's two things. I think it's probably him. And um, I I wouldn't think it would be mother. I would think it would be the guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I buy that. I buy that. I mean, it's prisoner trying to survive. Yeah, more of like a survivalist. Well, it's it's just it's a funny. I I like it. Like in terms of a mood, it definitely sets a certain tone for this movie. But it also doesn't really mean anything. I I don't know. It's it it fits, but it doesn't. I I like it, but I can't really tell you why. It's like a band name. Kind of. You just kind of like. Um, you just go with, yeah, yeah. You know, if it's I like, was, what, if, what if is I was, a Steely Dan? You know, yeah, it's like I, I don't know. New, <laughs> if I was coming out with the original band, me and Tom, and I'm like, dude, I'm thinking about calling our band Pink Floyd. You would hmm. smack me across my face, probably. <laughs> it's only until that, it's on a movie right. poster. You're like, ah, I guess I'll just go with it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Star Wars, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh man, not to not to date this podcast, but I was I was out last night with a few friends, and uh, you know, one of them, she's a big Star Wars fan, and uh, she was trying to trying to get me to watch Ahsoka, and I just told her I was like, look, I'm, uh, it's not happening. It's just not happening. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you, but it's too much, too much. You know. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. You're welcome. But. What do you... Uh, okay, let's say you are... Let's put ourselves in this situation. Let's say we're yeah. Skarsgård. Yep. And this girl comes to our Airbnb and we already booked it. Do we send her packing? Do we... Yep. Yeah, right? Yep. It's not even not even a question. I think that's what I would do too. I'm feeling... Because I've been watching a lot of stupid videos on YouTube that are scaring the shit out of me. Like... Scariest oh, yeah. um, doorbell cam footage, and I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm scaring the shit out of myself watching these things. So all I'm thinking of is, oh, she's the setup for the gang that's going to come in behind her, and kill right? Her. You know, well that that's a that's a great thing about the setup of this movie is that you really first time you watch it, you don't know what's going to happen. Like it, literally everything is on the table. She could be. I mean, you're you're with her as the main character, but you don't a hundred percent know for sure what's going on with her. You obviously have very restricted information about him and the setting that they're in. They give you like a breadcrumb when she's standing on the porch looking around at the other buildings. Like you don't have enough time to think about it, but if you look around, you're like, those houses don't look like they're occupied. So, like, what the fuck is yeah, no this? One's got you know, on. no one else is home. Right. So there's enough to. Get, like so doubt in in like two or three different ways, which is really clever. Yeah, and this is, I, I think Justin Long um, 
said something along these lines, but like this intro is the makings of a uh, fucking romantic comedy. Two people booking the Airbnbs sure. and then falling. Sure, around. yeah. Which they do ha- kind of have a fling when they're saying goodnight later on. They just like taking some beats before they. Uh, absolutely. You know. And then she um, zooms into his license later. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was trying to think of other movies that have this uh, this kind of structure where there's like a really distinct three act thing going on, and each act sort of like changes a little bit of your perception, or, or maybe even a lot of your perception of like what was going, what you've seen up to that point, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and it reminded me of another movie that I want to say came out either during COVID or right before. I want to say Law was in on it, and I know TM had at least recommended it or watched it off Law's recommendation and then mentioned it on another show. But it was called I See You. Oh, and I, yeah, I watched that with him. That's right. That's right. And um, I just remember watching that. And I, I wasn't in love with that movie, but structurally, yeah. kind of a similar thing happening where, you know, starts in one place... Like, 40 minutes in, something changes and something else. And then, like, another 30 minutes go by and you're in a totally different spot. Um, it keeps it entertaining, at least on the first watch. You know, you're kind of engaged to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah. And what's uh, what's funny, I've been watching... There was, like, a documentary on Netflix about frogging, which was what that movie was about, which is someone living in your house. Yeah. Unbeknownst to you. <laughs> frogging. <laughs> And that's what that kid right. was doing in that movie. Oh, he's totally frogging. Totally. Yeah. I was thinking about going frogging this weekend. We'll see what happens. Oh, good luck, man. I hope they don't catch you. Yeah, me too. You know, me too. That'll be... That's something. That'd be not good. Mm-hmm. So, you watch this sequence, and again, first time you're watching it, your guard is up. Second time through... I gotta say, I kind of feel bad for Skarsgård a little bit because he—it seems like he's doing everything in his power to be like amicable and respectful. Yeah. But there's just there's no right decision, you know. Like no matter what you do in this situation, you're going to come across as some sort of creep. Like there's no win. You're coming off as a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell him watched a few seasons? He's getting banished tonight, no matter what. Oh, totally. (laughs) Totally. And if not, somebody's going to fucking murder his ass. And wine bottle, guess what? You got a syringe. You could sneak that syringe down the cork. Absolutely. I know. You know? There's no win. There's no win. Even I know that move. I've never done that move. (laughs) I know that move. Sure. Sure, 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 bro. Sure. <laughs> I don't have a syringe, right. nor do I have poison. <laughs> Come on, Luke's never needed a little bit of medicine. You, you got something lying around there. I got nothing. Bit. I, I, I okay, pal. All right, fine. <laughs> I would have made myself a tea. That's what I would have done if I was her. It's a good idea. Okay, so let's say we're her, and we go mm. to the house. We leave, right? Yeah, we don't go in. No, you, she has I a mean, car. It's not like she got dropped off there by an Uber. Right, right. Even if that's now, the case, then you're setting it up, setting it up that she has the application of an Uber or Lyft. Now, I will say this: 
as somebody who was recently in, you know, say a rural part of New Jersey that I'd never been to before, um, driving along some, you know, narrow roads in the middle of the woods for like 20, 30 minutes at a time without seeing a highway or any water or anything like that. If there was a rainstorm and, you know, I'm there for the first time by myself and all that stuff, I can understand a little bit of trepidation on that, right? I mean, maybe the gas doesn't, I'm sorry, maybe the truck isn't totally gassed up, maybe the phone's on the fritz. Okay, like all those things could be possible, but I don't really, under any circumstances, want to be in a house with this creepy looking motherfucker (laughs) overnight. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just, it's just too much. Like, this guy is, is you know, uh, basically a set of braces away from Steve Buscemi. I, I'm not going to feel safe <laughs> in a house with this person overnight. Oh, shit. Ah, man. So I only see, I think I've only seen him in, as Pennywise and then this. Um, he was in, uh, John Wick 4. He was pretty good in that. Okay, I didn't see that. And, actually, he has, um, a movie coming out sometime in the next few months that's supposed to be a crazy action flick. Um, I don't know anything about it, but I want to say it was at TIFF? Okay. One of the, or maybe the Venice Film Festival? One of the recent film festivals, and it got some pretty good reviews. I think it was, like, a midnight movie at one of the festivals, but, um... Well, yeah, so maybe, maybe something there. Scars guards. They, 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 there's so many scars guards though. They're and they're all pretty good too. Yeah. They they got a decent career. Yeah, they know how to play it for for sure. But yeah, it's all like meat cute stuff. Could go in one of like a couple different directions. So okay, so I remember reviewing this on the podcast. I want to say we all liked it. I think Alex had some problems with, like, second to third act decisions. You know, just, like, why does the person go and do this thing kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but I got to say, if, a mo- if I leave a movie like this with a smile on my face, that's, like, a huge win in my book. And I just remember walking out of the theater... Like chuckling, you know, just like the, I don't know, it just, it totally landed the, the ending the first time I saw it. Um, but I haven't seen this since. I wanted to get a rewatch in, but it just, it, you know, we, we decided on this so late, I didn't have enough time to get one uh, going. Um, but you, you said that you rewatched it, right? Since the theater? I watched it today. For, for the second oh, that's time. right. So this is my third time watching yeah. it right now. Got it, got it. We it on today as soon as we decided we were doing it, and I just yep. had a fucking blast. I couldn't take my eyes off of it, and yeah. it was never on my phone, watch it uh, at the same time. Uh, so, uh, okay, so so while we're in, you know, because we, we, we have a little bit of a way to go here before some action picks up, but um, when you're... When you talk about, like, the movies you love, right? I mean, it's no secret, like, you've got a real soft spot for stuff from your childhood. I think we all do, right? Like, you can't help that. But this movie came out a year ago, and you're still digging it, you know? Like, what what are you looking for in a movie? Like, if if you could, like, distill it down to maybe a couple details or something, like, what are the things that are really important that if they, if they get them right... It's gonna work for you with like any movie. It doesn't have to be a horror movie. It could be anything. 
Um, story has got to be engaging. Mm. It's got to be clever yeah. enough. Um, it's got to keep me on my toes. Um, performance. Yeah. No one's got to annoy me. Sure. Yep. That, that's that, big. That's gonna hurt if somebody's like annoying, or if I don't even like that actor. Um, yep. And if I'm, if I know I'm going into like this, like I, I knew this was like a horror thriller. Um, mm -hmm. I want to be creeped out. I want to be scared. Um, yeah. I want to see something that I've never seen before. Yeah. There's hints of other things happening here, but uh, this is a pretty original movie for me. Yeah, I think I think so. I think it's it's all the presentation here, you know. It, like, it's got shades of other movies that I've seen before. It's got like, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of like a don't breathe aspect to it. Um, obviously, there's like, a, uh, what's the fucking uh, it, like a, like a found footage aspect a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, even the relationship. It's got a little bit of creepy. Even the sorry. relationship with these two kind of have like that. Intro, uh, not the intro. I would guess. I would say maybe the second act of Psycho when she gets to the hotel and they're having. Like, sure. He's watching. He's making her a sandwich and shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then obviously mother downstairs, but he yep. has nothing to do yep. with it. <laughs> right. And a little bit of a different twi uh, twist there, but, but yeah. No, I, I, I try to think about this sometimes because it's you know, you end up enjoying stories in different genres and like different styles right so mm -hmm. I, I feel like I've said this on podcasts before but the thing for me is always tone like I, I feel like that's the most important thing for me if if it's a comedy or or sci-fi or if it's you know a drama I know you're a big 12 Angry Men fan I am too like the if the director and the writer understand like how to present it and they they're consistent. I feel like that goes a long way for me in any movie. Yeah, Tone, tones is fucking great. Oh, you need yeah. that shit. You gotta have somebody who understands the type of story they're telling. You know, if you don't, yeah. if you don't have it, it's like I don't know, shit can fall apart However, pretty quickly. This movie changes tone. Uh, one, <laughs> Justin. Long well, that's and you're like, what the fuck. That's part of why I like it so yeah, much, no, though. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you or saying this movie yeah. doesn't have tone. It, it just kind of puts tone on its ear in a fun way. Yeah. This, yeah, this it all is, like, just enough. What'd you say? No, I'm saying it's all just enough to, like, give you, uh, make you ask questions about what the oh, fuck's going on. Exactly. I was kind of everywhere. saying the same thing there. I, like, yeah. thinking, like, this could go so many ways. Right. Like, the, when she walks over to him in the background, the door closes, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, I know that Krager has talked a little bit about some other projects he has. It, specifically, he's got another script that I think is finished. Okay. And based off of the reception of this, it sounded like he had at least gotten a decent budget to um, to make that. Uh, but I haven't heard anything about it in a while. I hope it's hard, because he's uh, did a great job with this. I think it is, but I think he was talking about how this one... 
the three acts had like three different horror styles to them. Okay. Um, where one of them was modeled after Audition, I would assume that was the second act. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the first act was supposed to be, I think he may have mentioned Psycho, actually. I, th- I think he mentioned Psycho. I can't remember okay. the third act. So they built this uh, whole street. This was in Europe or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, is it Bulgaria? Yeah, I think so. It, it's it's something like what Baltic country because of the tax breaks. Yeah, Bulgaria. They built this whole uh, street. That's pretty cool. In the basement, a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You said the basement was all a set. Was on a set. Um, mm. But this looks fucking... Looks legit. Yeah, right? Yeah, interesting. So, again, I'd only come up with the one that I see you movie, but did you, or can you think of other movies that have that really distinct, like, every act of the movie is different than the one before it thing going on? Because I was trying to think of others, but all I all I could think of was like genre smash up movies, you know, like a like a From Dusk Till Dawn. Because that movie switches halfway through, but it's not like and the circumstances change, but it's not like the characters or, the, or like the the situation shifts the way that it does in this. I, I guess it kind of does, but. I mean, I know, like, Trick or Treat has different characters going on under mm. the same world. Like, in this, kind of the same state, pretty much. Sure. But I don't know if the tone changes like it does here. Yeah, it's I mean... the same thing. Well, okay, so... <laughs> it's funny, so I, I, I looked up a list here because I, I can't think of any of them. Perfect. Um, Is that the internet answer our questions? Exactly. Uh, Cabin in the Woods does a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. it, it kind of shifts. Um, the other one in here that I like is Sunshine. So, um, uh, have you seen Sunshine, Danny Boyle movie? Uh, I've seen it once, and I loved it. And obviously the, the yeah. John Murphy score is fucking fantastic. Yes. Everyone rips all that shit off. That one Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um but yeah, I, I but that one the the tone switch or the different. So yeah, so I, that movie, a great movie to see in the theater. But I kind of hated the third act, and that's where everybody has like an issue with it. Okay. Um, and that's where the switch happens. So for sake of like not spoiling Sunshine, actually, you know what? That would be a great movie to do a commentary for because I haven't seen it in like yeah, a decade. I that, but, but I like that movie a lot. But um, yeah, it does talking, something in the third act. It's tough. I know talking to start the show with too. <laughs> oh, you mean the one that's in like forty other trailers? You mean that song? <laughs> Just checking. It's like the it's like that fucking uh, oh, what was that song? 
it, they used a piece of it in Requiem for a Dream, but then it was in everything for years. Um, it's called like Lux Eterna. It was in a Lord of the Rings Two Towers trailer. Oh, really? uh, yeah, I was in everything for like ten years, but uh, it's a real uh, mood setter. Uh, they've got Kill List, which is a Ben Wheatley movie. That's I saw that's that. a rough yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, not a not a huge fan of that. Um, they put Bow and Tomahawk on here. I yeah, I can agree with that, but that movie can go fuck itself. Um, Million Dollar Baby, I guess I understand, but it's been a long time since I've seen that. Me um, They're claiming Titanic is like that, but I, I I'm not gonna. That's just a time though. I mean, Titanic is just like it's a it's a romance movie, and then a ship goes down. But you know that's going to happen, though. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert: ship goes down. Uh, I think they're uh, comparing you know it to happen. like the Bill Paxton shit, uh, right? Maybe those that feels more like bookends on the movie, though, right? I mean, do they pop up somewhere else? I guess it pops I up in the middle too. But that's all I'm thinking of is why they're on that list. Interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Hold on, let's see what else is in here. God, you know, this is the worst thing because I, I have listened to podcasts where people have, have listed movies that change genre midway through, and I cannot change think of any genre. of them. Yeah. Of course, everybody's referencing the same goddamn article. Yeah. See, I'm looking at it as like... Like, it's kind of a thriller through and through, this movie. Yeah. Because um, you're on the edge of your seat as soon as Skarsgård opens that door. Yes. So, I'm looking at, like, when Justin Long comes into play, there's a tone shift. Not really mm-hmm. a genre shift. It's just a new character with new oh. problems. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you still have the same kind of concerns that you did before because it's not like the actors from the first section are gone. You just don't know what the fuck happened to them yet when it yeah. shifts. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, I, I knew there were others like this. Uh, Parasite. Parasite's like that. Yeah, that cuts back to the family that's frogging. Well... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like like midway through the movie, you're just like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. Um, let's see here. Holy Motors is kinda like that. I don't have you ever seen Holy Motors? No, I haven't. That's a fu- that's a wild movie, but I don't know if it's the kind of movie that you would be into just because like it sits story wise, mm-hmm. there's not a ton to follow. It's all performance. But it's a it, the whole movie, it's a French movie. It's well, I shouldn't even say that. It's a French actor and a French director, but it's like half English, half French. But the guy basically goes from like moment to moment as a different character in each place he goes. And you see him like like getting makeup to be the next person and like move into the next space or whatever, and it's just it's a wild fucking movie. Um Oh, dude, uh one cut of the dead is like this. Almost exactly like this. It's three acts, and each act reveals different information that makes you recontextualize what came before it, you know? True. 
Uh, Gone Girl kind of does that. Gone Girl's more of, like, a little bit of a genre twist in the middle. Because it goes from, like, I don't know, pulpy drama to, like, tabloid fodder, you know? Oh, true. Yep. Oh, full, yep, Full Metal Jacket. That's another good one. Yeah, of course, Parasite. Should have thought of Parasite, though. Ah, basement. I mean... Yeah, I'm not going through that door. No, no. I mean, she was just looking for toilet paper, too. I mean, you just just jump in the shower at that point if you can't find it. Pretty much. Or you you make a call to the host. Uh, Anything, really. Uh, I believe there's a service called... uh, Oh, what the fuck? Uh, The grocery service. What the fuck? uh, Instacart, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you could... I mean, it might cost you something, but... Uh, it's better than the alternative, I think. Yeah. So I liked this, uh, you know, mirror shining a light down the hallway. Uh, I like tactile stuff like that in movies. Yeah, I like that. I like it a lot. I wonder if that was in the script or if that was like on the day, Jackie Chan mm. type of. How do we get light down this hallway? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if you I gotta go from there to there So I'm gonna jump up top I'm gonna grab onto this sign I'm gonna flip I'm gonna fall down Grab a flashlight Toss it over there <laughs> Oh here's a um, Alternate uh, Casting uh, it was ori- uh, the, the role of AJ Which is uh, Justin Long's character Was originally offered to Zac Efron Huh I might have liked that I think I could have. I think it, it would have worked. It wouldn't have. I don't think it would have changed anything. I, I would. I think I, I would agree. Have liked it either way. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually, I like Justin Long. Um, Me too. Me too. He's he he pops up in enough interesting stuff where I think he's got street cred with me. So he's got a good. Uh, I don't know if you listen to his podcast. But he's got a this podcast. I haven't. Oh, it's called Life Is Short with Justin. All right. Uh, he you know, was uh, a celebrity. Uh, Let's yeah. each other type of but Gotcha. He gets good people. Like the one with Vince Vaughn was really good. They talked about dodgeball and shit like that. Oh, nice. All right, what do we see? Sorry, I have a different screen on. <laughs> she's, uh, you know, she found the bed. Now oh, yeah, she's, yeah. uh. Now, yeah, this is just a. He <laughs> just, he, I don't know. Sometimes, like, a, a director or a storyteller, like, they just. They're dialed into how to present something. No, like he knows exactly how much time to spend sowing enough doubt in you know Pennywise here to make you think like he kind of fucking he knows something that he's not letting on or whatever. Yeah, audience doesn't trust him. Keep him in the shadows. Yeah, right. I mean, for again, for a first-time director, I know he's not a first-time director, but if you hear interviews with him, he basically is, because the other movie was very, like, controlled by the studio. Uh-huh. Um, but there's a lot of good cinematography choices here, a lot of subtle, like, visual storytelling stuff. I, I, I definitely have respect for this guy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in on the next one. I want to see it. Mm. So, I gotta look this up. I, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what your number one was, but 
If I'm looking at a list of best movies of 2022, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to put you on the spot here, but like roughly, <laughs> is this a, is this like a top five? Is this I a top ten? Man, not uh, not sure what the list was. I'm gonna say top ten just to play it safe. Sure, hedge um, hedge I, bet a little bit. I don't know what else was in. I'm looking at a quick list here. Yeah, I'm looking one up too. Unbearable weight, I think, was in my top ten. Okay. Um, I think weird Maybe. may have been the Alkovic story. Was that already a year? God damn. <laughs> God damn it! Um, I, think that's, I think that's in my top ten that year. Um, yeah, you had the Batman. You had Banshees is in there. Banshees is in there. Yep. Uh, Maybe the oh menu, the menu. The menu. Yeah, I think I think I probably put Maverick in there. Yeah, because I can't help myself. Yeah, I'm pro- <laughs> nah, come on! I mean, that movie fucking rocks. No, I mean, come I on. Uh, was, Glass Onion might there. be in there. Yeah, uh, I actually I did really like Elvis though, but uh, I Pearl's it, probably I in there. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, nope, I liked Nope. Nobody else liked Nope. Uh, I like Nope. I just wish you know it was a sh- uh, ship, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to see that chip with Ammon. That was like the fucking. That's, that's right. Watch right there. So that just jacks that's right. points to... Still one of the one of the funnier uh, interactions I've had with both of you guys. <laughs> we saw an Oppenheimer trailer and like, oh my god, it's a fucking train movie. <laughs> I still have not seen that train movie yet. I'll see it. <laughs> uh, I look forward to hearing your opinion on that. I can't one, wait but, to see it, man. I'm not like trying yeah. to like fucking. Not no, see no, it, no. I really all. want to see it. So. I already watched the documentary that that 2023 doc with Nolan. Oh, nice. I already watched that. So I think that's a pretty good uh, start for Mm -hmm. what I'm about to watch. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, May as well play a little. uh, Let's play a little box office numbers. Let's do it. All right. Got some box numbers. Some All right. Well, first-time director, like you said, or kind of. Um, obviously, a studio film. Uh, hmm. What do you think the budget on this was? You know, we got Justin Long, A-lister here. <laughs> Breaking the bank. Tusk um, star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers fame. Um, I, uh, budget, 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 budget. Um, I'm gonna go twenty six million. Baby, it's estimated at four point five million. Wow. Okay. Okay. By the way, uh, we haven't talked about the lead here. Mm. Fantastic female actress british by the way i just saw an interview on my yep. ship hides her accent very well yeah um, yeah yeah she's good she's good uh, we're gonna have to do a, a deep dive on our uh page our imdb page later it's so oh, gross Eesh. okay uh opening weekend so september um uh it's like 9 10th 11th 12th around mm-hmm. here um 
Uh, yeah, I'll give you, you a, saw I'll give it? You a tw- Alex saw it. I, yeah, so it, it at least made like forty bucks. Uh, <laughs> I saw it. My wife saw it. Uh, okay, uh, sixty bucks. Uh, getting closer, man. You're getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm gonna go with like nine million. I, I don't think this did it much. Uh, it like doubled its money, so like ten five. All right, all right. That's that's not bad. And then um, gross in U.S. forty mil, and then worldwide forty five million. Okay, that's pretty good. So that's pretty good uh, return there. Yeah, right. which I'm fucking happy about. I think this. I think this was like. I think you said it. Maybe Alex said it. I definitely felt it. It's just like oh, an original horror movie. Mm-hmm. Is in theaters and it's fucking really great. Yeah, and it just it, it just helps helps you as a movie fan when shit fucking clicks with everybody. Like it, almost like the. Barbie and Oppenheimer thing that fucking movie fans yeah. ape shit for just kind of like open the eyes of studios again and be like, oh shit, people are going to the theaters. It's uh, it's validation, right? Like yeah. you always like when the good stuff gets the attention that you feel it deserves, but also like so many other things you've seen deserve, right? Um, it's good when these get get through to the masses on some scale. Yeah, like I thought fucking Oppenheimer was gonna be Floppenheimer. I, I honestly thought. I know. Like I, I, I know. And I, I want to say, and I don't know for sure, but I think the marketing of having the Barbie and Oppenheimer, the Barbenheimer thing, I think it pushed oh, yeah. it a little further than it probably would have. Oh, for sure. I, dude, this I know this is not uh, barbarian related, but. I'm going to be fascinated to see what the next Mission Impossible movie does for numbers because this one is a certifiable flop, and that is like astounding to me because it was. I thought the movie rocked, and was I just it a don't week before get Barbie? it. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. So that just just took it all, you know. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I still haven't seen that shit yet. My God. Oh, God damn it. Well, you, uh, I think it's like mid-October that drops. I think it's so. the 10th. Yeah, well, there you go. You know better than I do. I know it's the 10th. I tattooed it on my fucking body. Oh, it's one, it's one of the frames? All right, yeah, yeah. It just says October 10th. <laughs> oh, man. All right, good. Got to oh, let's, uh, let's see what she um, has done. Uh, Georgina Campbell. Mm. Uh, let's see. Episode of Black Mirror. Okay. Uh, what episode? I'm gonna click on that. Is she, is she the one in San Junipero? It's Hang the DJ, season four, episode four. Hang the DJ. Uh, I kind of remember. I remember the ending with the Smith song, but I don't remember what happens. Hang the DJ. Uh, paired up by a dating program that puts an expiration date on all relationships. Frank and Amy oh, begin yeah. to question the system's logic. Yep. Yep. Okay, like, yep. Oh, oh, cool. Uh, let's see. Bird Box. Bird Box. Oof. Oh, Barcelona, so the sequel. Oh, <laughs> so fucked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, I love that she's stand- Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, fucking Shades of Wreck right there, dude. Oh, my God. The hanging titties? 
Oh, 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 oh. Banging titties. I go right to wreck. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good for me. Here we go. It's not good Here for anybody. Go. Here's the change. Yeah, yeah. This in the theater, I was like, "Oh my god, it's so fucking bright in here now." Yes, it, it yes. lit up the room. Going into this, it hurt my eyes. I think. Oh my god, you're reminding me of something else I saw in a theater. Raiders of the Lost Ark was on IMAX like a decade ago. Yeah. Meg and I went to see it. Opening sequence, it's awesome, obviously. You know, he, he runs away from the boulder. It's sick. Everything's cool. And on an IMAX screen, transitioning, it's a, it's a hard cut. Uh-huh. He looks up, and then the villagers are standing there with their poison arrows pointed at him, but the sun is directly behind them. I swear to God, it's the brightest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like blinding in a theater. <laughs> Just a long Perfect song. It doesn't age much. Not really, no. Uh, let's see what else she was in. And I um, also, uh, another Donovan song here. So Donovan, three, for me, memorable movie uses of Donovan. And yeah. one trailer, now that I think about oh, it. Oh, I know what trailer you're going to say. You've got this, you've got Goodfellas, yeah. and then you've got Zodiac. And the trailer, I want to say, is Paranorman, yep, right? Paranorman. Fucking great trailer. Great, great yeah. shit, man. Oh, she's in King Arthur, Legend of the Sword with Jax. All right. Yeah, um, I, I know we keep talking about other movies while we're talking about this, but underrated scene is uh, in Zodiac when they use Hurdy Gurdy Man and uh, during oh, that like opening murder scene. Oh, yep. Fucking great. So let's go to uh, Zach's uh, film, or uh, IMDb page. Zach Kreger, let's see if anything has been updated on his page as far as what's up and coming. Mm. All right, he got one thing up and coming called Mars. Post-production, Mars, an upcoming animated feature film written by and starring the whitest kids you know. All right, so that's Okay, not that's Mars. not it. Okay. Yeah, that's not it. But There's something seem- else... He was talking about a year ago when he was on the podcast circuit, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, wait, that's acting. Hold on. Hold on. That's acting. Directing. Up and coming. Weapons. Weapons. Uh, Drama, horror, mystery. Uh, Interrelated, multi-story horror epic about the disappearance of high school students in a small town. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he was alluding to that in in all the interviews and shit. Pedro Pascal is. is casting. Mm. Mm. Okay. Nice. Alright, he's got a big name. He does. He's got big big. Okay. Alright, Pedro Pascal and this director. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Um alright, little uh, little video game tie in for you here. Um so he is driving along the Pacific Coast Highway, California, I believe. Pretty sure that's PCH. Yeah. Uh so the PCH a lot of movies have shot scenes along the PCH. Uh, the Lethal Weapon movies have. Also, Loaded Weapon 1, National Lampoons, uh, has a great scene right Is along Iron the beach Man here. on that? Believe so, yeah. Um, he pulls over because uh, fucking, like, the map. Exactly, exactly. Sticking out of his car. Yes. Um, but I always, uh, I always think of Grand Theft Auto Five because uh, <laughs> I don't know why I knew you were going to bring up Grand Theft Auto for some reason. 
So that game celebrated its 10-year anniversary this year, okay? Cheers. Cheers. Good good for you, GTA 5. Uh, Good for you. Alex will tell you the same thing. We have (laughs) space. we got to pull that. we got to pull that clip. Um, Alex will tell you the same thing. You spend so much time in the Grand Theft Auto map, and it is a, it's not one for one, but it's a, it's a recreation of Los Angeles and, like, part of California. So I can't, I've never been to California. I've never been on the Pacific Coast Highway. I could, I know exactly the bends in that highway because of that fucking video game. That's how many times I've been, like, drug running down there. You know what I mean? It's, it's like it's just in, ingrained into my head forever. Well, cool. You'll be my uh, my tour guide then. Happily. Right. You like Justin Long as an actor or person, or both? <laughs> um, I don't know him as a person. I like when he shows up in movies. Okay, I just thought maybe like interviews or. Like, yeah, know, I don't. I haven't really seen much from him. Um, he seems like the kind of actor that I generally am going to root for. You know, um, he's like a character actor. Yeah, he's he's not in a lot of shit that I love, but you can tell that he takes risks with his choices, and when they land, they're pretty cool. Um, like I, I'm, look, I'm I'm not a huge fan of it, but I do like Tusk. I thought like that us. was, yeah, that was, that was kind of like a wild swing from him. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Galaxy Quest has always been a favorite of mine. Um, so I feel like he, he's had street cred since, like, before I was even a really big uh, fan of movies, you know? So that that helps. Let's, let's, let's do a rundown. Here we go. Let's see. Where do we begin? Where do we begin? Okay, Galaxy Quest. First thing, 1999. Nice. It's apparently his first thing. Uh, Jeepers Creepers, 2001. Crossroads, 2002. Britney Spears. Jeepers Creepers, nice. 2. 2003. Dodgeball, 2004. Um, Waiting, 2005. Love that movie. Oh, sure. Wait, yeah, I used to watch that a shit ton. Me yeah. too, man. Um, Idiocracy. Yep. Uh, the breakup with Vaughn, two thousand six. Accepted, two thousand six, which I love. I do love uh, Accepted. It's a great. Movie. Um, he wasn't he uh, in uh, the oh god damn it the the spoof movie. Uh, yeah, I'm looking right. At, I'm looking right out of here. Uh, Walk hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, he's one of the Beatles, right? Yeah, he's George Harrison. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah points, points from me. I love George Harrison. Uh, Live Free, Die Hard, uh, the fourth Die Hard movie. He's in that. Okay. Uh, Zach and Miri make a porno. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a gay. He's dating Brandon Ralph. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the the fucking uh, reunion party, he's so fucking funny in that scene. Fantastic. Um, Drag Me to Hell. Oh, yeah. Okay, yep. Uh, Funny People. Yep, yep. Funny People was a uh, Jersey Palooza movie. We had that on at the Airbnb for a little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's the voice of Alvin in the um, CGI Alvin and the Chipmunks. 
Oh, okay. Smart move. You know, sequels. Make a little check. Sequels. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, and then I'm just flying up here to Tusk 2014. Mm. Um, the road chip. Yoga hosers. Oh, What else? What else? What else? Episode of Drunk History. Three episodes of Drunk History. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Mm. Uh, House of Darkness 2022. I don't think I saw that. Barbarian. Clerks 3. And he's got four things up and coming. It's a Wonderful Knife. Mm, Dear David. Goosebumps. Oh, that trailer just dropped. Oh, it's a series, right? Yeah, ten episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Spin the bottle. All right, where are we? Let's let's go back to the movie. Here. Oh, he's getting into the beer BB. That's right. Yeah. Um. So so you know, uh, I like him as an actor. Uh, I'd like to see him in more stuff like this for sure. Um, yeah, he's good. He's 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 okay. He's solid. You know what I mean? I, I don't have. I really don't have any gripes with him. Anything Kevin Smith makes, if he gets a role in it, yeah, sure, that's fine. You know, that's I got no problem with that. So, yeah, in the podcast I listened to, it seems like he is like a super sweet and nice dude that like everyone loves in Hollywood type guy. Yeah, that goes a long way, sure. He's good in my book. Different, different so, type of role for him too, right? Oh, for sure, just being a complete prick. Um, so I was trying to, uh, figure out how to describe this, but I'm, I'm going to use a funny, I brought up GTA. I'm going to use a video game analogy for you. Um, because I don't, I don't know exactly how to explain what I'm saying, but I think you'll get the idea. So, um, a lot of video games, it's like you play like a super Mario, right? They drop you level one, you complete the level. And then the game loads to the next level, and you're in a totally different place. And then you complete level two, and the game loads to the next level, and you're in a different place, right? And it kind of, that's the way most video games operate. Like, you you have an objective or whatever, if it's, you know, save the princess or, like, defeat the boss, and then, like, it ends, and you move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember years ago, one of the first games that I played where the story started and and you never cut away from the main character. The entire experience was seen from the main character's perspective, including boss fights, including like traversing, you know, giant cliffs or or um, trying to go and get the the item that you need to kill the main bad guy. You were you never cut away. You never changed levels. You just journeyed across an environment and then like all the way back to go and defeat the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, was this game God of War, which has had a bunch of sequels and most recently last year they had a, a, a sequel that is I think maybe my favorite video game I've ever played um, but it, it, it essentially is like the story starts and ends and you're with the character the whole time you don't miss anything it never cuts to another scene another person so you you experience everything and it's very much like A to B to C to D all the way to Z right whereas with some games you play A and then like it cuts and goes to B which is separate from A and then B cuts in a separate to C and all that stuff. This movie, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's got like a tactile's maybe the wrong word here, but 
yes, it's it's like a little bit non-linear in this section, right? But essentially, a situation begins, and for you know, twenty minutes, we don't know exactly what's going on with the main character. But when it cuts back to her, we catch up with her, and we find out like what happened in the interim, and then we come back with her to like close out the story and, and kind of get all the way to the end. Um, whatever you would call that kind of movie, where you're experiencing somebody's entire story without really like cutting away or like like uh having a lot that happened off camera um i like movies that can do that in in like a clever way yeah. you know that's why i th- I've thought of trick-or-treat in a way because it's the same mm-hmm. story yeah and we do go back in time with uh, the bus driver yes. with Ryan Cox, but it you know that character is relevant in the present time of that movie, right? And there's all a bunch of other shit going around, but Sam is still the center of everything. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of thought about that with this. Yeah, I think that works. Uh, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. Thank you, man. Hey, hey, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know. Hey, thank you, sir. Now, uh, a little bit of criticism of this movie from a buddy of mine. Um, He did not dig this as much as I did. And one of the reasons was he brought up a lot of this stuff with Justin Long. And the fact that kind of midway through the movie, it starts to bring up this, like, Me Too stuff. Um, Which I, I kind of... I, I get it a little bit, but I also think that there's a there's like an element of everything that's going on with mother in the basement that is tied to this theme that I feel like is is maybe watching it the first time you can't put that all together, but I feel like it's important. I don't know. It didn't seem in in a way extraneous. that a guy kind of. Kidnapped, and like took, yeah, yeah, like right? took, took advantage of a woman, right? Back and sixties or whatever, exactly. And it's exactly. still going on today, right? There's just a name for it now, you know. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I agree with that, and also it it ties into his character later on on top of the tower. He yes, he um, screws her over for his own good by throwing her off. Yes, that just yes. shows that. It kind of is like the guilty, the guiltiness that we, because we're not 100% sure he did anything. I mean, yeah, he's got, he, you know, he dropped the, you know, uh, an F word, uh, you know, to represent sure. um, a homosexual and, earlier. He an F slur, as all the podcasts like to say these days. He's not very PC, which he could lean that way i guess i don't know i mean they're they're dropping hints every now and then but then throwing her off the tower you're like oh he's just a fucking scumbag he's not helping girls he's screwing them over and i mean how revealing is it like how flippant he is to just walk into this place plop down not even give a second thought to the fact there's a truck outside and like he it doesn't even occur to him what's going on until the next morning, you know, that like maybe somebody's in here or something happened. Like it's just such a douche move. 
Yeah, that was a weird... <clears throat> when I was doing the rewatch of that, when he leans back in that chair a couple seconds ago to look at the front door after he picks up his car keys, I assumed in my head or made up a scene in my head where I'm like, oh, I guess he, like, maybe he clicks it and it honks or he goes outside and tests it. Mm. But no, we didn't even get to that. He just goes right to the basement from that scene. Right. Which, um, I don't know. In my In my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe he... Maybe he's about to go test out that alarm, but nope. Yeah, that would make some sense. <laughs> I kind of love this whole bit when he's down there and then what, oh, it, what it actually turns into for him. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I swear, I remember in the theater where it was just Meg and I for this one, I think. Uh-huh. And the two of us were dying laughing during oh the scene. Like, God. just so perfect. Such a fucking douchebag. Um, I actually saw, right around when the movie came out, um, uh, you know, all those, like, alternative movie posters that people make. Mm-hmm. Somebody made one that was, uh, it, it incorporated the tape measure into oh, it. Nice. It was fantastic. That's yeah, cool. I I love it because... Like some some horror movies, like The Exorcist, for example, you really don't get like too many breaks. Maybe sometimes when you're outside with like the priest and and the mom talking, but she's still like under some stress because of what's going on in the sure. house. But you're, there's really like no break. You're really depressed and scared and upset. But this movie, mm-hmm. we obviously we get the break when he's on, on the highway. Um, shit in the club that he's going through with the whole Me Too movement. You're not really scared as far as what's going on in this house. Then we, mm-hmm. then we get back to being scared here again. We're like, mm. okay, we're back in the house. We're nervous. But then it flips again with the, with the whole tape measure. It's almost yeah. like the director's fucking with you of like how you should be feeling. Like, oh, you're, you're, gonna, you're not going to feel safe here, but then you're going to feel safe, but then we're going to get yeah. back to not feeling safe. I kind of like like that like he's kind of fucking with tones like we were talking about earlier yeah and i think he he knows how to play with it which is very interesting uh tactic here yeah (laughs) he's just he just dialed it (laughs) (laughs) underground rooms by the way dude you get a fucking inspector over this house he is not going to let you uh, rent those down there. The permits, you're not going to get a permit down there. there there's just going to be a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of red tape here. A yeah, lot. I, come on. No. And property lines, <laughs> you're definitely passing your property lines. That, you know, that's a, it puts you into a whole new tax, uh, you know, bracket. And, uh, yeah, you know, got to check with my accountant on that one. Yeah, bitch. and also great use of the tape measure for a scare yes fucking fantastic it's just out it's just long enough just in long enough into the uh darkness in the darkness when it does get taken away you just don't fucking see it so great i uh I mean, what a fucking douche. Just, you're sitting in a room with a bed that's got curious stains on it. Okay, now you notice. But, yeah. like, 
there's a fucking camera. There's like a bloodstained fucking handprint. None of this is, is like, even noticed? I mean, come on, dude. You're not wrong. But he's thinking he needs money, right? That's the whole reason why he's out Oh, sure. Sure, sure. He needs money to pay for all the lawyers and shit. How many takes do you think that took? Oh, just, just getting the tape measure to sit there? Oh, my God, dude. Three, and then they go, all right, when I, when I pull the camera forward, just... I need a PA to just hold that tab on the step. Everybody got a free finger? Free finger over here. Free finger. He's got We're going to make you earn it today, second AD grip, okay? <laughs> make sure your phone's on vibrate, asshole. <laughs> oh, that cage? Don't worry about that. Get rid of those cages. You got more square footage, bro. Exactly. A lot of victims. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> He's just so excited. Good. I mean, good for him. fucking pumped, man. Okay, so I've been in, in your basement. Um, so let's hypothetically, right? Let's say tomorrow... You're down there, you know. You're 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 in the little, uh, you're you're in like the laundry room, right? Uh-huh. And you happen to move a shelf or, or a, you know cabinet or something, and then all of a sudden you notice there's an opening, and you open it up, yeah. and you've got something like this going on. Yeah, well, there's stairs, right? That's what. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm. You know what? Since I've been watching frogging documentaries, I'm going to assume there's a frogger in my house. Here we go. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta text me these frogging documentary names later. <laughs> it's called frogging. It's on Netflix. It's called frogging. It's not. It's not good. It, the documentary is not good. It's all reenactments. They don't really have like any real footage. It's just the people that own the house and they're just talking on camera. They're just trying to do oh. some, you know, for fame. It's it's frogging as in. PH frog. Yes, 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 yes. God damn it. But it's not a good doc series at all. I would just go on YouTube and just like find indoor footage of someone coming out of a wall or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's more scarier than these documents. It's just like, yeah, we were just home one day and then I opened the closet and there's a guy in there dressed up as in my, all my clothes. And you're like, don't you have any of this footage? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's not great. That's just not great. This is all wreck right here. So wrecky. This is the girl. This lady's related to. They're cousins. (laughs) It's like her Spanish cousin in wreck. Yeah, yep. Good reveal here, too. Totally forgot this when he gets scared here. Mm. Ah, so good. And so good. Oh man! So yeah, hard cut hard to cut. Uh, bright as fuck <laughs> to one of, one of our fucking guys, in my opinion, uh, Richard Brake. This guy. Um, so the first time I ever noticed him, 
was Joe Chill in Batman Begins. Um, you know, the guy who killed the, the Waynes. But, um, okay, okay, I'll tell you my first time and we're done. But then, you know, obviously he was, the, he was the Night's King in Game of Thrones at first, and then he got swapped out for somebody else. Um, Actor but then he's got swapped out? Or like- yeah, yeah, they went with somebody else after, like, the fourth season for some reason. I don't really know why. That um, is weird. Yeah, and then he's, uh, he's in, like, every Rob Zombie movie. Yeah, so the first time I recognized this guy, or when he became a face for me, was... Um, I think it's. Oh man, is it Halloween one or Halloween two of Rob Zombie? I forget, but it's one of those where he's in the uh, driver's seat with um, or passenger seat of the ambulance with the fucking guy from Deadwood and uh, oh okay, Sons of Anarchy guy. Sure, um, yeah. Uh, the... Yeah, him. He was like the cop in Sons that lived yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, um, Unser, Unser, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. So this this scene is awesome because he's doing a lot of storytelling without like telling you exactly what's going on here. Yep. Yeah. So you know. This guy is picking up some supplies. He clearly is, uh, he's here by himself for some reason. He's asking for advice. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. There's the tape that we just cut away from. Yep. Now, if memory serves, there is an awesome shot right here. And I, I don't, I can't remember if it's a long take or if it's a hard cut, but it's, hold on, let's see here. I remember seeing it in the theater and being impressed. That is a very fake-looking town. It's good that they, they don't spend a lot of time here. <laughs> it's, not, it's not great looking. Looks like some big cardboard cutouts right there. Oh, the, the shot with the, the girl through the window, her car? I, I think so. And again... And then it cuts. I think I know what you're talking about. I was pretty yeah. impressed earlier because it cuts to the next scene, but almost the same shot or they're in a different location. Right. Let's see. So it's this shot, and they both drive away together, but it's mm. almost the identical shot, but she is then parked at her house, and he's right. casing her place. So it's, it's a, yeah, you're right. That's a pretty fucking sweet cut. Well, that, again, it's it's like another thing that I really like about this guy as a director. Um, yeah, that's that's fucking cool. Like, he, I mean, to me, he's proving that he's got a nose for for the story. He's really masterfully playing with the tone of the movie throughout, and he's got the chops, like the cinematography chops. So he's kind of got everything that I want out of my directors. Yeah, at least out of the great ones. Hour and forty-two minutes, tight, tight story. Absolutely, absolutely. Fucking tight. And again, and you know, just another thing. Like he, he's not, he's not laying out and explaining. Like, okay, now I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and check out her place and unlock the window and then blah blah blah. He's, he's not doing that shit. He's showing it to you. 
so that you can understand what's going on, put the pieces together, and you know, move on to the next scene. I, I have a ton of respect for that, too. He knows the audience is smart. He's hoping they are, at least. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. He's wearing the fucking Michael Myers onesie that he stole from the Halloween set. <laughs> I got my own onesie. Looks like he stole it from Carlos. <laughs> Okay, so that's a problem. You think that guy's going to be named Carlos? No. That would be suspicious. And especially he's wearing it back home. You would have thought he would have taken yeah. it off for this scene. Yeah. Like, your name's not Carlos. Did he call him Carlos? I don't even know what he said, named him. No. White picket fence. This guy with the hard rim glasses. He's like, uh, you know, town, you know this, uh, this city's going shit. It looks <laughs> fucking clean to me, bro. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? He just walks away. That's what I want to do sometimes. People are talking to me. Fuck off, bro. You know, those are not tiny houses, but they are tiny houses. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're small. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the inside, not so much. Yeah, this has got an ass on it, this house. For sure. One thing that this is reminding me of, uh, a movie that just came out that I, uh, I I recommended to you just because I felt like it maybe had a couple things you would like. Uh, Cobweb? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, not a great movie. I would definitely recommend it for people looking for something for Halloween time, because uh, it is a Halloween movie. But... One thing that's cool that they do in that movie is they kind of like reinforce the fact that it's supposed to be from the kid's perspective because that house looks a certain way on the outside, but whenever they're inside, yeah, everything is like massive and the shadows are gigantic and everything else. Is, stylistically, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, the last yeah. act kind of... Uh, for sure, for sure. It's a little weak, but I, I like the build up to it. Yeah, I like uh, Homelander and fucking Lizzie Kaplan. So. Yeah, Lizzie's great in that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's worse. The fingernails or like the stray hairs on the nipple? Oh, the hairs on the nipple is worse because that's yes. where your mouth is going. Ugh, it's rough. I would be like, do you mind if I uh, clean this <laughs> can off? Can I rinse it off? Can I, can I rinse it off? Can you go rinse that off? Do you, do you have a wet nap anywhere? Do you have any Purell? Better yet, a dry nap? Probably best. Listen, I know you got some baby wipes up there. Can you fucking just hit the <laughs> hit the top real quick? Uh, uh. So uh, my sister, and she's got a nep- uh, my nephew who's uh, 11. She hmm. like kind of lets him watch, like, whatever. She nice. doesn't care. And, like, horror is, like, their thing. Oh, and awesome. So, so she asked me all the time about, like, what's a good horror movie to watch? And I fucking was like, you got to watch Barbarian. And she's like, all mm. right. So she fucking calls me. And I forgot about, like, Mother's Milk and the titties. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And she calls me and she's like, uh, so Mother's Milk? You know, the, kid, <laughs> the kid's 11. And I just, like, didn't even think. I don't have kids, so I'm not, like, 
right, right advisoring yeah. myself I'm right not looking at it from a kid's point of view with a kid like this right i was like you gotta watch barbarians really cool airbnb blah 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 yes. steak uh yeah. basement i forgot about the titties and the mother's milk yeah it's like saggy <laughs> okay but that's so that's a fucked up line though there is a double standard there because i feel like if it's an 11 year old girl Oh, boy. It's not as bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, like, an 11-year-old boy, there's... I I can understand why a mom wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable watching this with a a boy. I I totally get that, you know? (laughs) She wasn't mad at me. She was, like, laughing because it was just, like... (laughs) I didn't... I forgot and all this. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't think about it. Sorry, I'm not thinking about it. Right. Oh, um, there's a scene they cut. Now, I don't know if it's on the DVD. I don't know mm. where it is, but Justin Long said there's a scene where Mother has Justin Long, maybe in a, I don't know if it was a chokehold or whatever, but um, mm. a rat is walking by, and Mother grabs the rat, bites the head off, chews it, and then Baby Bird feeds it to Justin Long. Mm. <laughs> oh, I guess this was the scene that my sister was not thrilled about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Hey, but they loved it. They loved the movie. Yeah, what, 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 what do you want from me? You know, <laughs> he wanted a recommendation, I gave it to you. I mean, you got I one tick going this way, you got one tick going that way. You got Justin Long. Yeah, what do you want from me? Uh, pretty much, you know. Oh shit! It looks like somebody we know. Look at that. I do like the baby bird fe- rat feeding. I think I would enjoy that. But the director yeah. said that. Um, there was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sis. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Um, but the director said that you would have seen too much close up of the of mother's face or something. And the- oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't want to show her too much I, I I would have liked the scene but I do also like um like the limited exposure to how fucked up mother is yeah you know like I, I kind of like if they were gonna do one of those two scenes they definitely chose the right one in yeah, my yeah, opinion yeah. ugh the- this scene Crawling too, man. Glass, dude. Uh, oh, scene. yeah. Oh, that's a great shot too. Yeah. By the way, I always thought that the guy who was in the who's the who's the actor that we, that was in the '60s or '50s scene that actor. Oh, uh, Richard Brake. Yeah, I always thought that he was playing Mother because he. I mean, you know. You look at the teeth. It could be, yeah. It's like, oh, man, did that guy turn into that? Or I just thought they just did, like, a whole X thing where... Oh, sure. Mia yeah. Goth was playing the old lady the whole time type thing. Yep. Which I yep. fucking hated. I hated that. <laughs> Get me fucking started. <laughs> Took me I like X. I can't movie. say shit. I'm like, cast an old lady. Dude, the scene with the cops coming up. Forgot about... I don't know if you remember that scene, but I forgot about that scene, and it fucking made me so angry. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not great. Oh, God. I don't know if we... I like this character. Like, I like him. I don't know if we mm. need him. I don't... So... What do you think? Need. So you have to get these characters away from the house. And, and like, you have to reinforce a little bit of, like, uh, I don't want to say myth, but, like, a little bit of story. Like, it's known that something fucked up is in this house. So I guess you probably need it for that. I, I also, I need it for the fucking ripped off arm scene. <laughs> like, I need that, you know what I mean? So, selfishly, like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. But yeah, you might be right, though. There might be a better way to get there. I don't know. He just seems like a plant in a way. Like a in... uh, yeah. <laughs> He's there because the the script needs him to be there for sure. That, yeah, because why would he be fucking hanging out there? Right. He knows it's bad there. But like we kind of got the story of what. Yeah, I mean, might not we, have needed once we it. See him here. Then we kind of get it. Mm. But, I don't know, maybe we need a little extra exposition from Homeless Man. Sure. That's like, uh, there's that scene in Spaceballs where <laughs> where they're uh, talking about, you know, uh, what, what's going on, Rick Moranis turns to the camera, everybody got that? You know, he's, oh, yeah. he's like, he's like that in this movie. He's yeah, the yeah, everybody yeah. got that character. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, that's not good. I don't want to see this ever in my life in my house. Yeah, it's like there's like three stages of of this level of of just like disturbed, soggy naked lady. Stage one is The Shining, right? Uh-huh. Where it's like, okay, at least you know she's she's like a rotting corpse, but and she's old, but I don't know. It, it, that's just like a person, right? Yeah. Okay. Then you've got Wreck, where. You can't see it, but like the screams and the fuck, it just it, it just fucks you up for like ten minutes in that movie at the end. Yeah, and then this, it's like this. This is just like deeply disturbing in a way. I can't really, I can't even really like say it's worse than wreck. It just it's different, you it's know. Different. Like the bottle, yeah. the bottle does it for me. It's like fucking, ugh, god damn it. Oh my god, this is where COVID started. I think. <laughs> I mean, look at Patient Zero when they fucking cut to him. He's just like, I have it. Right, it's him. It's for sure. <laughs> my last name is, my name is Bill COVID. <laughs> look at Bill COVID. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, come on. Billy C. <laughs> you know what? He, he, I mean, if he, he's got hair, but he kind of looks like. Oh God! This this might be a deep cut. Uh, the first Men in Black movie. Uh huh. He he looks a little bit like the little alien that's piloting that oh. guy. Like he's inside of his head. Fucking super deep. Yeah. I the like galaxy it, is on Orion's <laughs> belt. <laughs> belt. <laughs> great, great scene though. I like I like the scene hate what mm. happens within the scene, but I love the fact that she is disheveled 
Yeah. She, it, but she has her mind is there, so she's not like fucking crazy like she's been in the basement for a few years, right? It's been like right. several days, maybe a week. I don't know. Um, so she's talking normal, but she just looks like hell. Yeah, and, she looks the part. Yeah, and it sucks. It, it's it's more clever storytelling. Um, yeah. yeah, you know it's 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 like. Use what you have. So you're you're supposed to be in in a somewhat like Detroit kind of area, right? And again, like the don't breathe thing. Don't breathe uses this pretty well. I mean, yeah. the whole the whole premise behind that movie is is let's go rob a guy who's living on his own in the middle of a dilapidated neighborhood. I mean, there's there's some there's definitely some similarity between this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I but I like it. I like using her circumstances against her in the moment. The fact that we saw a homeless guy already. Actually, you know what? There's another justification for having the homeless okay. guy. Yep. You know, okay. I see making that. sure that the cops know that there's like a collection of maybe like vagrants in the area, and you know they've dealt with them a dozen times. Some helps. Water, some froggers. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I learned anything tonight, it's that frogging, pH frogging is is like all the rage. Someone could be living in your house right now. Frogging? Yeah, I am. Oh, there's well, I, I, You know what? There's a, there's some lady. I think she's sitting in the living room right now that lives here. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't know, bro. You just, food's missing, clothes are missing. Yeah, that happens all oh, the time, right. dude. Like, I've seen shit, been, you know, every Saturday I gotta go back to the supermarket. I don't know where the fuck all the food went. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, great scene. Love this scene. Mm. Hate the outcome of this scene. Yeah. It's great, too, how her... You know, she's a good person. She's trying to help the other guy in there. She doesn't know him, but... True, yeah. You know, she, she's... Uh, she could just just walk away. That's true, too. And she doesn't know about his Me Too shit. Right. If she knew that, she'd probably fucking be out right now. Excuse me. Bless. God, God the place. Thank you. So helpful. I don't know. What do we do? What do we do here? We're her. What do we do? Um. So I guess she is in a, in a tough spot, right? Her phone and the keys are inside. So... I think the move is just break a window at this point, get inside, uh, and then leave Justin Long because uh, just yeah. left. Your only help just left. You can't call the cops again. True. Um, okay, here's here's what the move is: break the window, get inside, open the front door, yeah. get your keys, get your phone, call the cops again, and say, "Look." I am in the house. I did break the window. I will pay for it. I can prove that something is in the basement. I need you to send people. You need to get here right now. Mm. Maybe they send the same cops, but if they do, right? Yeah. Then you you just t- tell them like, "Look, th- there's something in the basement." And at that point, I can't imagine that they're going to just turn around and leave. Like maybe they think she's still a vagrant. They throw her in the squad car. But I feel like if she can get that door open, then she's at least getting them to to look in the basement. And if they look in the basement, maybe they find what they need. You know? Yeah, I think I would open up all the windows, open up all the doors, 
Yeah. Make sure that basement door stays open. Yes. Kind of like point. give Justin Long a chance to escape, right? Yeah. Because I, I don't want to fucking go back down there. Absolutely. I, I call him from the top steps. Everything's opened up here. Uh, <laughs> if you can get out. Yeah, yeah. You're good. <laughs> then call the cops again. Or ask homeless Harry. Hey, bud. Let's go. Let's right. go down together. Let's be a team. So fucked up. So good. <laughs> oh my god! Stop! Just what? No! Stop! Oh my! <laughs> I wonder how many victims mother had. I wonder how many victims caught on as fast as she did as what mother needs because she good seems question. like she caught on real fast. Like drink the milk, she's, you're, you're the baby, you know, don't get her upset. Mm. Like she caught on real real fast. Yeah. I've had to act around her that this mother is treating her as her own child. Um, I mean, what do you think the over-under would be? So, so scenario is, right? Yeah. Okay, they're in Detroit. Neighborhood's dilapidated. Homeless people are in the area. So you got to think mother's had a few of them, right, to start. Yeah. Um, other than that, how many Air, how many Airbnb customers would Mother have gotten? I'm going to say zero because, granted, Justin Long hasn't been paying a, t- a ton of attention to this property, but if anybody had disappeared here, there's no fucking way that, like, there wouldn't have been some investigation into it at some point. Yeah, right? and, you, and you're going from, uh, again, his name escapes me, the guy in the bed. You're going from him collecting all the victims to then... Mother getting the victims, right? Because he's kind of bedridden, and was doing all the work from the fifties and sixties that we saw, going into the houses abducting women. Uh, so he was doing that for a while. I'm guessing all the way up until Airbnb application came out, where he's like, "Oh, they're coming to me now." Mm. But then the house had to. Justin Long had to buy the house, renovate it. With yep. while they're all in the basement. Yep. I don't know. It's a lot of people, but I think there's a lot of there's a lot of story missing as far as when did Justin Long buy this? When did they flip it? When right. did this town become bad? How many victims were down there during the renovation to become an yeah. Airbnb because they had to feed on something? Or were they killing construction workers left and right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Just a steady diet, you know? Yeah, these guys can't keep a shift. They keep losing these guys. (laughs) I would say hundreds. I'm going to go with hundreds. But also, uh, are are they killing them right away? Or they're keeping them in cages? We saw the cages, so maybe less than 100 if they're keeping them for a while. You just—you're talking about construction workers. Did you see Barbie yet? No, not yet. 
there's a there's a phenomenal construction workers joke in that movie, but I'll uh, oh, okay. I'll wait until you see it. So I will see it. I'm gonna see it soon. Yeah. I got a lot. Yeah, of, so I got the, a lot of things on my plate last few months. So, uh, oh, of course, dude. I mean, you gotta that 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 you know. I, I like that movie, but uh, you've got at least two movies in front of that one. You got to see first. So. I was talking to, I don't want to bring up Barbie too much, but I was talking to this, uh, one of my wife's friends about Barbie. She's like, I didn't like it. It was like too feminist and all this like women power. I'm like, you're a girl. <laughs> and she's like, well, it sounds like you're, you're a feminist more than I am. And I'm like, I am. I go, my wife's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm all about women's empowerment. I'm fucking feminist. I'll wear it proudly. It's there you go. Like, oh, there I didn't. Go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, all right, maybe you like Barbie, man. I'm like, it's not my fault. You hate women, but whatever. <laughs> Why you hate your own? Country? There's a. I think there's a line in the movie. It's like men hate women and women hate women. <laughs> that totally checks out. <laughs> yeah, they could be catty. They could be catty with yeah. each other. But yeah, ultimately, could this scene, could this character be, uh, you know, something else not involved? Sure. But, uh, I, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of another way. Like, maybe a second patrolman comes, an older guy, scoops him up, knows the... Just kind of puts them in the backseat to feel safe. Knows the town. Knows the area. Um, okay, so stupid thought, maybe. Mm-hmm. What if they gave the... <laughs> <laughs> well, you were saying? No, come on. I gotta, we, gotta, we gotta see this. Oh. Uh, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, come to, on. She needs to go to the dentist. Mother. You gotta have that. Um, Mother needs a T-shirt, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, an XL at least. <laughs> Co- cover everything up, you know what I mean? Um, no. So, what if the homeless guy? If they just added a line, <sighs> is it the delivery of him? Maybe I'm just th- uh, okay. Like, why is he there? If they could have added a line that he used to be a cop, hmm. then maybe he has like additional reason to be there. Context, like it's a case he could never solve or something, you know, hmm. something like that. I-, I don't know. That might be too much. I don't know. It just feels like it doesn't fit the movie to me. Like it almost feels like a Rob Zombie uh, side character. <laughs> Way. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Of course. Yeah, let's 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 take the gun out of my pocket over the railing. Yep. Good idea. I don't think I've ever fumbled like anything like that. Um, like maybe a four, <laughs> but nothing important. Yeah, I mean... Not a phone, d- not a gun. What, a, what an asshole. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, you uh, need to, bitch. Look at this. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it looks like fucking... It looks like Chris Elliott in Scary Movie oh 2. Oh, my God. Take my strong hand. Are we supposed right, to laugh right. at that jump? 
Absolutely. Okay, I'm just absolutely. I'm just curious of the tone of yeah that jump. So okay, um, tonal stuff, right? Evil Dead, the original, the Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie goes fucking crazy. The ending happens, and then it cuts to a song from the Three Stooges over the credits, right? Yeah. So it's pretty clear. That movie, you're supposed to take it a certain way. It's supposed to be a certain kind of funny, that flick. Um, I feel like the song that this movie ends on, it tells you the kind of movie it's supposed to be. And I think it totally works. Yeah. By the way, first time I saw Evil Dead, it scared the shit out of me, man. I don't think I laughed oh, at dude. all. Like, I was really fucking Same. <laughs> Same. The first one? Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking, uh, uh, is it Cheryl? His, uh... His sister, she's she's horrifying. Like that, still, that's like one of the scariest movie monsters I can think of. There's something about like her nose and the makeup. It's just it's fucking crazy. It's so fucking scary that movie. Yeah, like the skin peeling off the face and, and all that shit under the floorboards. Just, oh, yeah. This is so good. <laughs> Super strength too. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna. Uh... Oh, go in here real quick. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking of Evil Dead. I forgot about oh, that shit. And, <laughs> and split it open. Oof. It's got all kinds of brawl over. <laughs> Baby. Baby. You're gonna live with me now. <laughs> They become domesticated. They live together. Fucking roommates, these two. Sounds like a good episode of Better Call Binge. Hell yeah, man. Werewolf, Beowulf. <laughs> <laughs> we can live over there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. She played her cards right with the way she how she dealt with mother. Yes. She almost wasn't, I mean, she did keep her in that pit, but Mm. she she kept her in that Sarlacc, the fucking Rancor pit. Yeah. But she does treat her nice. Yeah. It's, uh, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome, dude. (laughs) It doesn't give you like a second to fucking breathe. Love it. Love it. Do you think it would have been better if we just left there? Do you like these little cuts back? I love it. Uh, it totally works. I love the song choice. I, I love it. I do. Uh, so this was something I pointed out when I saw The Fly a couple of years ago for the first time. That's another movie. Uh, you know, hour and a half, hour 40 minutes. Yeah. That story is over, and it cuts the credits. Like, they do not fuck around. That, mo- that story's over. That movie's over immediately. Yeah. I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah, that's the first time I saw it last year when I was doing 31. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was it was great, man. I liked it. Yeah, this, this, is, this is the shit. This, this is awesome. This movie makes me want, like, more. Yeah. Like, it flew by, man. It's over. Yeah. I feel like we just struck in countdown, three, two, one, go. Yeah, it, it's it's quick, it moves, but man, it's just a satisfying movie. It just is. Like It it's, is, man. Runtime's great. It's fucking tight. Acting is good. Edge of your seat. Suspense. You're laughing. It's funny. Yeah. Fucking 
I mean, it's not a one setting movie, but uh, I guess ninety percent of it is pretty much. Yeah, it's it's know. it's pretty contained. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, uh. fucking blast, dude! Fucking All right, so uh, you mentioned it at the top. I don't remember what I gave this movie for a rating originally. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure it was at least an eight. I, I I'm still an eight. Like I think this movie's great. I'm gonna um, go nine, man. I got no problem wow. dropping a nine on this guy. Very nice, very nice. And it, 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 especially after I did that rewatch, today. I'm like, all right, let me throw it on just to refresh yeah. my memory for the commentary because I don't want to go in too blind. But mm. I was fucking enthralled, man, and I'm like, fucking yeah. nine, let's do it, man. You know, it, it sits on like uh, it, it sits on the same shelf to me as like a ten Cloverfield Lane. You know, it's just mm. a it's a solid thriller. Uh, Really entertaining, really well done. Like the script, like the performances. Uh, pretty good ending. You know, it's, it's yes, kind of got everything I like, want out of it. Who do you trust? Yeah. Hubba hubba hubba. Who do you trust? Hey yo. See what I did there, Jack? A little Batman. Very movie. nice. It's my second Batman <laughs> fucking reference I pulled on you today. Yeah, fantastic. Keep them coming. Love By the it. way, the you are my number one guy line that mm. Jack Nicholson says. I yeah. always thought, and I just figured it out today because I had to look it up. Because I, by the way, uh, listeners, I sent Jack uh, just a still image of, of Jack Nicholson as the Joker, mm. um, holding his guy and saying that line that you are my number one. And I always thought he said you are my number one, and I. And I go, why doesn't he ever finish who he is? Mm. But it's guy. Oh yeah, but I always heard it as "You are my number one and I." Like as <laughs> if like he's who? Who are you? You're you're the number one. You're number one, right? Uh, Very complicated. Fucking since 1989, I've I've always thought it was. It's wild. Yeah, so I'm glad that uh, I used that reference today, so I could look it up and. Excellent! Excellent! Today, you know. <laughs> Well, uh, oh, thank you everyone for listening, Jack. Thank you for joining me on the Barbarian. Such short notice. Um, ah, thanks for thanks for inviting. This is a good movie. I'm glad to watch it again. So. Uh, awesome. And can you please tell the people where they can find and what's coming up on Movie Homework? Yeah. Um, so binge movie homework. We're still rolling. Uh, we just recorded the episode for Tenet, which. Uh, it should be out now as you listen to this episode or uh, in a day or two, uh, very close to now. A uh, ton of fun. Love Tenet. And, uh, yeah, you'll have to listen to the episode of Tenet to figure out what the next movie will be. But I can tell you that it ties into Exorcist Believer, so maybe that gives you a clue. Nice. So you're doing Halloween Ends. Fantastic. I won't lie. We had a conversation about that. I said, you know, I've, I've seen a Steven Spielberg cut oh, of this that we might be able to do. I, you know what? I got to do a rewatch of that or do a commentary and release <laughs> Steven Spielberg's cut. I, uh, you know, I, we, we should talk. We're going to talk about that yeah, off we'll air talk about in a minute. Uh, I'm going to have to talk yeah. to the bosses about how we can release that because we don't want to get in trouble either. Yeah. Uh, of course. Of course. Maybe it's a special Patreon thing or something where we can. Mm. Send that out. All right, we'll talk. We'll Love. talk off here. Uh, so, Love. thank you everyone for listening. Uh, go to parksense.com. Use the promo code binge twenty for twenty percent off. Uh, if you're not subscribed to uh, the binge Patreon, binge, uh, patreon.com slash 
pa- wait, hey, hold on. Patreon.com <laughs> slash binge media. There you go. Go subscribe. Five bucks a month gets you a bunch of other shows. Check out all the other shows on binge media, and we'll see you on the next commentary. So, see ya. Bye. Peace.